When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now! Oh, we're back, baby! Yeah! It's a brand new year, a brand new season on After 9. That's right. Welcome to it, everybody. Thank you for downloading. We are back from vacation, and I think for this episode, first one back. We're going to spend a little bit of time getting caught up on some of the Mm -hmm. things that happened over the holidays. And then we're going to talk about some of the things that happened to us over the holidays. And and even right up to today. I can tell you that there's a winter storm coming tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be that bad. But tomorrow you may be dealing with snow. Okay. Fair enough. It's amazing how much bitching I heard about snow over the holidays. Because it wasn't... Is it the lack thereof, though? Because there isn't there isn't any. <laughs> well, you know, and I saw people posting, oh, when I was younger, we used to have snow on Christmas. Right. Okay, you know what? You're, you're probably not much older than I am or younger than I am. I grew up at the same time as you. I distinctly remember Christmases with no snow. The reason that there's so much hype, even songs about whether or not it's going to be a white Christmas, is because it's not always a white Christmas. People that are freaking out, oh my God, there's no snow, the fuck, we got to pay more carbon taxes. It's not realistic. I mean, it was just a year with no snow and we're going to get it and we're going to get the cold. It's just a little late this year. It's an El Nino year and and that means more moisture, warmer temperatures, which, uh, yeah, you can tell. There's a lot yeah. of fucking clouds. We've had one day of sunshine in three weeks. And the warm temperatures, I mean, yes, it's true. It's not, it has, it's not been as cold, although the last uh, few days have been kind of cold in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cold. It's a little chilly. Yeah. A little chilly. And this coming weekend, it's going to get even worse. So it is what it is. I don't know that we can look at the uh, the lack of snow on Christmas 2023 and say, yeah, we've screwed this planet right up. It's been many years back before there was issues with the weather that, that we didn't have a white Christmas. So we'll start off with that. You went to the States. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I did only for a couple hours, though. Um, but the, the break was really nice. One of the things that I did was go to the falls and I had planned to go to the falls. Um, it was actually the night before New Year's Eve. And I thought, well, I'm there. I'm just going to cross the border and pick up some stuff and just do a little bit of shopping. So that's what I did. But uh, during my time hanging out with all my relatives at Christmas, there's this salad dressing that my family's very like uh, emotionally um, involved with. Because my grandma used it all the time. But you can't buy it in stores in Canada. You can buy it in stores in the States or you can get it shipped here. And is it a little more expensive to ship it here? Yeah. What I can confirm, Scott, is that it's worth the extra shipping cost to just get it shipped here and not wait an hour and a half at the border to go through. Now, luckily, I wanted to see and do some other things anyway. But I waited an hour and a half to get through. I I haven't driven across the border in years. And I remember why now. It's horrible. Huh. It takes forever <laughs> yeah. and ever to get through. Forever and ever. Because you can't control who's in front of you. Um, but yeah, I went to, uh, I just did like the Target run, you know. For me, that makes me happy. Just wanted to hit up Target. And then I had to head to Tops to get this dressing. Which I found. And yes, it was expensive. And our dollars is absolute crap. But when I was coming back, 
the I, I was very honest. They ask you questions, you answer it. I was being a good citizen and, and answering the questions. The one person who told the truth at the border? I was the one person that told the truth because I really had nothing to hide, although it sounded weird. And my husband kind of told me, this is going to sound weird, and she's probably going to ask multiple questions. Once we realize we're in line and I see the woman that's kind of like, come forward, you know? And she's like, oh, so what, it, what brought you to the, to the States? Did you stay overnight? No, no, I just arrived like three hours ago. By the way, why do they ask you that? They can probably tell on their yes. computer when you crossed. Are they yeah. looking for you to, are, they want to catch you in a lie? Yeah, I think so. Like, why ask I questions so. that you know the answer to? Because you know what? There's probably some dum-dums. Like, if I went over for a drug deal, okay, and then I said, yeah, yeah, I stayed over. You're thinking, like, yeah, okay, good. I'm glad you asked. Good idea. I stayed over. They're going to flag you right away. Excuse me? Pull over. You're being searched. The instant that you lie about anything. So if they can catch you in one quickly before they even begin to ask you other questions, that makes their job easier. I can't blame them. I so guess. that's what they do. I, um, I have a problem with the duty-free. So there's certain things that I love at duty-free. And namely the prices. So anytime yeah. I'm crossing the border, even if I know I'm not going to be gone for a whole day, I'll still stop at duty-free. And I just hope that they don't ask. I'll be honest, if they do ask, hey, did you buy any liquor or any smokes or anything like that? I'll tell them if I did, but I'm really hoping they don't ask. Now, by the way, they've changed the duty-free. You have to be gone for two days before you can bring back anything meaningful. And I think oh. you've got to be gone for a week before you can bring back a liter of alcohol or a carton of cigarettes. Okay. I never like, knew how it worked. I didn't stop in the duty-free on our side, but it doesn't matter on our side, right? Like, as you enter the U.S., there's the duty-free there. Yeah. That's fine, right? Anyone can go to that? Sure. As long as you're willing to wait, though. you got to wait a while sometimes to even just get to the duty-free. It's awful. It, it depends. So, like, if it's a Bills game and you're crossing at the, the Peace Bridge in Fort Erie, forget it. That's yeah. where the lineup starts. Like, before you even get to the bridge, you've got to line up in the duty-free driveway before you can go over the bridge. Um, I've had some pretty in and out experiences that were good. Yeah. It depends on the time of day you go to or all those factors. I have a Nexus card though. Do you not have one? No, but I wasn't at a bridge that even took Nexus. Oh, it doesn't matter. You crossed at Lewiston. Yep. Ah, shit. Okay. I don't know why they don't all have it. There's a big push. Hey, get your fucking Nexus card. Save time at the border. You see the signs everywhere. Then why isn't there a Nexus at every border crossing? Yeah, I don't I was confused by that too. I'm like, where's the Nexus line? They don't have one here? Okay, remind me, because we're going to come back to this and talk about the Canada Border Services when it comes to their staffing levels, because... I don't understand how so many cars are getting stolen and taken mm -hmm. out of Canada through ports and nobody apparently is fucking checking these things that are leaving the country, these these shipping containers. But we'll come back to that. Yeah. Tell me about the rest of your trip. Because they'll question you about what fucking dressings that you bought. Because this dressing that I mentioned that my... They're emotionally attached, like I said, because my grandma used it. They love it. They can't get it here. So at Christmas, when I saw all my family, my mom's side extended family... I was like, yeah, I'm going to cross the board. Do you want some of that dressing? I know they love it. So it was like, yes, get some for me. While you're at it, get some for me and get some for me. And no problem. I ha I was happy to to do that. Fine. If I'm going over for a box of the mix, I might as well go for like several boxes of the mix. And for those good that are going to ask, it's good seasons, I think. I don't good know. Anyway, seasons. like I said, look, you can actually get it on Amazon here. It's a little more expensive. That's all. That's it. I Again, I would probably tell my family now from here forward, just get it on Amazon. Um, but anyway... Fine. So I had to go to Tops for that. So I went to Target and Tops and boom, I'm back at it. I'm in line waiting to go back across to Canada, which there was no line to get into Canada, by the way. <laughs> Nobody wanted in. 
Nobody. Everybody's trying to get out of here. Honestly, everyone was trying to get out. Nobody was trying to go in. The American dollar is worth 30 cents on the dollar more than ours. In other words, they're already 30 cents up for every dollar they spend in this country. And they still don't want to come here. What is happening? Um, That said, it was insane in the falls, but I'll get to that in a sec. So the Border Patrol woman, I I pull up and she's like, hey, yeah, did you stay overnight? Like I said, said, no, no, just here for a few hours. She said, how long did you wait to get through? I was like, oh, yeah, I waited like an hour and a half. She's like, okay, so what did you, what exactly did you get? Like, why did you want to shop here? And I said, well, Target. She goes, okay, all right. And and, And then my husband chirps up, salad dressing. Can you believe it? She's like, I'm sorry, what? You came for salad dressing? And then all of a sudden, like, she looked at me like, is this a drug dealer? That sounds really sketchy. Sounds like you've Who got some drugs in your an salad. an hour and a half for salad dressing? So I was like, I have a receipt. Because I was like, all like, you know, I'm telling you the truth. I spent under $100 in total. Like, I didn't even spend that much money in the States. Even when I shopped at Target. Like, I didn't see much. There's only a few little things I wanted to get. I got my few items. I got out. I was like 100 bucks or less. And I said, look, yeah, here's a salad dressing. She's like, let me write this down. I went... I want to see what the salad dressing's all about. I was like, go ahead. And then you'll laugh at the woman who waited an hour and a half to get in to get this damn salad dressing. Okay. So I don't get searched very often, but one time I didn't even go through the Nexus line. I just used my passport. I had gone to Western New York specifically to buy Josh Allen Bill's Mafia barbecue sauce. Most people have never heard of it. They only sell it at certain grocery stores in America, mm-hmm. like Wegmans or something like that. Yeah. And, and only in Western New York. And the money that they make off this barbecue sauce gets donated to the Buffalo Children's Hospital. So I thought, it's win-win. I'm going to help out some kids that are sick in Buffalo, and I get some barbecue sauce that I like and more stuff with Josh Allen on it. By the way, the Bills won last night. Fuck yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. So By the way, is the barbecue sauce good or are you the type that doesn't even open that when you buy something like that? I have the entire collection that I haven't opened. But since then, I've opened. bought many okay. more and I do use it. The yeah. wing sauce. It never goes bad anyway. No. Like, doesn't barbecue sauce like never go bad? Right. So the wing sauce in particular, or they call it the tailgate sauce, is fabulous. I would recommend it to anybody. So I went over to the States specifically to buy that. That was the time where they're like, all right, let's see what you got here in the car. Pop open the trunk. And oh, really? I didn't actually have any duty-free, nothing. All I had was the barbecue sauce. So she was like, huh, wow. you really came over here to buy four <laughs> bottles of barbecue yeah. sauce. So they also thought you were a drug dealer at one point. I think Americans, the American border guards, think we're fucking idiots. Probably. I think they think we are. So you waited an hour and a half to pay an extra 30 cents on the dollar for something that, in, in their mind, is available at just about every tops. Because they, like, Americans love novelty shit. And they, oh, sorry, they, they have it. We in Canada, don't have a lot of novelty type shit. Like if you think about it, we've got our things that we have that they don't. For example, I know people cross the border just for ketchup chips and all dress chips. Okay. There's people who will go stock up on some things that we have here that they don't have. And of course, sure, our maple syrup, fine, whatever. But for them, they've got so many items that are just like one of a kind, limited editions, or just many more varieties of a certain type. I think of like Oreos, like the snack food aisle. I just walked down it just to see. I was like, they got a lot of shit. Like, but it's all like not like I said, novelty, right? It's like, like you said, Josh Allen, right? But it's like a certain celebrity promoting Fanta. But you can only get it in the States right. where it's like yes. get whatever, whoever's Fanta drink. Like, who gives a shit? I don't know, but we buy into it because we don't have as much of it here. I think that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh but fa- the falls. Getting back to the falls real quick before the, we talk more about border. They also have gas for two ninety nine a gallon, which oh. makes me really fucking happy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, right? There's certain things that are just cheaper and you just get them while you're there. 
but the, the fall, I went, so I decided to go to, um, I went with my brother and, and his wife and my, my husband. We didn't want to do New Year's Eve there, but we thought we'll do the night before New Year's Eve because we don't really care about New Year's Eve. doesn't matter. It was fucking rammed in Niagara Falls. Like everything was packed and everything was like, we had reservations for Copacabana, which is back by the way, guys, it's reopened because I shared a little quick snap of it. I didn't do a lot of uh, posting while I, I was on vacation, but I posted like a small Copacabana and I had so many people being like, wait a minute, are they open? Yes. They were like a two year renovation. How long did that take? Forever. But anyway, I went to Copacabana um, the night before, but I had reservations, thankfully. And it, back at the hotel, we stayed at Embassy. You know at Embassy, when you stay, you get like the cocktail reception ticket and you get like the breakfast deal. It's usually like, I think it's every time I get it anyway. They combo it up. They it, combo it's a good it offer, yeah. Not good when it's full though. Oh. Fucking people everywhere. They have a pickle bar, which is great. And I love it at the uh, for the complimentary reception. That's what they call a complimentary reception, something like that. They've got a pickle bar. And so my brother was all jacked. He's like, oh, fucking pickles. He fucking loves pickles too. So I'm like, well, go to the pickle bar. Just gone. Like everything gone. No place to sit. Breakfast was the same. You had to either go at 6 a.m. or forget it. Like the lineup was out the like door. It was nuts. Because everyone's obviously trying to take advantage of it. But aside from it being packed, which isn't really at their fault that they were full. And also having to pay an insane amount of money for parking because you couldn't park on site. So it was either walk like two blocks or do $100 for the valet. Yikes. Like those were our options. Wow. Yeah. What valet is worth $100? I know. That's but we had Plus to do it. <laughs> I wasn't walking three blocks. It's fucked. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, that's what happens when you go when it's busy. Yeah. I I know what you mean. The falls is, um, I don't know if it's, I, I heard it's mainly because they've filled it with so many refugees. They just bust them to Niagara and put them up in hotels around right, there. Right, right. And there's a big homeless problem in Niagara too. So maybe that adds to it. But every time yeah. I go, it just seems crowded. It's like so packed. Back in the day crowded. Even the summer. Like, and I mean, I thought it wouldn't be as packed because I'm like, yeah, it's even a, the night before New Year's Eve. There's no way. No, rammed. And when I go in the summer, we always do Labor Day weekend. That's like a tradition we do. Rammed. Hmm. But I mean, it's it's one of the wonders of the world. What can you expect? Yeah. And, it's si- and our side's way fucking better than the States. Well. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you first go into, when you cross like at Niagara Falls, when you cross even in Lewiston and stuff like that, it doesn't look like a nice place. It's not nice. There's nice areas. I was like, lock the door. No, I was driving through going like, fuck. Okay, but Niagara itself, like other than the strip where the casinos are and all that sort of also thing. Also has some dodgy areas? Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't understand why. This is a world wonder. You would think that this would be prime real estate, but for some reason, it, it, it's just meh. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Which is a shame because you think it shouldn't be meh. It no. should be one of those places that you're like, oh, I wish I could live in Niagara Falls. But then you see some of the real estate available in Niagara Falls. You're like, Bleh. but then you see the price tag. <laughs> well, and, well, I wouldn't the, mind a two bedroom for the, that's true, too. <laughs> but you got to take your chances on the area you live in, though. Speaking of the border guards, and we'll talk about the Canadian border guards yeah. this time. A uh, real good friend of mine lost his Lexus over the over the holidays. <gasps> the, uh, there's so many stories about this, Scott. So what happened with him? Was okay. it in his own as his own house? Yep. Mississauga. It was around three o'clock in the morning. He showed me the video from his uh, uh, nest cams. They were gone in a minute. Oh my gosh. One minute. So crew rolls up and you can see them parked on the street checking out his house for a while. And and they finally decided, okay, now's our minute. They rolled up. One person stayed in their car, which was probably also stolen. Three guys get out. They were doing something in the wheel well. Then the lights came on on the car. 
They jumped in, backed it out. They drove it around the block. He had an air tag in his car. They drove it around the block. They disabled the computer and they took his air tag and threw it in the ditch because they've got something that'll tell it'll them where tell the air tags are. Oh, fucking scandalous. And, and they just, he thought, oh my God, I found my car. It's on the air tag right there. It's not even moving. Yeah, no, they just took the air tag and ditched it. So they phoned the cops like anybody would do. Hey, three, maybe four bandits just came into my driveway and stole my car. Send some police. The next day at 11 a.m., they finally came out. <laughs> and they didn't even give a shit. Uh, no. They, they came out and they're like, yeah, no. that happens here. We'll give you a report for your insurance company. And he's yeah. like, that's it? Like, I've yeah. got video and everything. They don't care. They're not even trying to investigate yeah. these things anymore. And what I don't understand is we know where these cars are going. They're going to Africa. They're going to certain countries in the Caribbean, like Haiti for some reason. They've all got to get there by boat. Nobody's driving to Haiti. Nobody's driving to Africa. There's many oceans in the way. Mm -hmm. So we know that they're going out by boat. We know that they go in shipping containers. Why don't we have somebody at the CBSA standing at the fucking border or at the port saying, yeah. open it up. Let me see. Let me see what's in there. They're cars. It's not like we're talking about little bags of meth or some shit. It's a car. You can't really conceal that easily, right? Whereas you can conceal small illegal things, sure. But when you've got stolen cars, I mean, you're right. Shouldn't you be able to open that up, walk through, and boom, oh, there's a bunch of cars. Who do they belong to? Like, what do they do all because, day at the CBSA but, that nobody has time to stand there and look in each shipping container? And if it's a car, just run the VIN. You know exactly. We've talked about this before, and I, 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 I believe it. I'm sure of it. There's people on the inside that are getting a big fucking cut. But I mean, big fucking cut. But it, doesn't that raise alarm bells? Like, of course if, it should. If, if I'm at the RCMP or any big police force, and I know that there's literally dozens of cars in every city every week, high end cars getting stolen. And what does this mean? It contributes to crime. It contributes to a feeling of being unsafe. It is going to send our insurance through the roof. Yeah. And it's created a shortage of vehicles. So if I know that, and I know there's only one way for these vehicles to get out of there, and it's through the water, on a boat. Mm -hmm. Why on earth are they not checking unless somebody's getting paid this from this? This is what I'm saying. It's inside 100%. But why wouldn't they say, okay, well, obviously we got to set up a sting, we got to set up a proper investigation, yada, yada, yada. They must have some vested interest in catching these people, other than it's against the law. You would think. And here's what I would tell anyone who like hears that story about oh, another car being stolen is to keep all of your items that mean something to you out of your car. Yes. Like, that's the best thing you can do. Think to yourself, if my car got stolen right now, do I have everything I need with me where it's, uh, it is just an insurance thing. Like, ah, uh, it's just the car. Don't leave valuables. Don't leave family heirlooms in the car. Do you know anything wallet. that you could, well, well, of course, a wallet, like all anything important to you, make sure it's never just sitting in your car because you never know when your car's going to get jacked. It could happen to anybody. And maybe you're thinking, oh, I don't have a Lexus or a whatever the hell they're stealing these days. I don't even know. I don't have a nice car. It doesn't matter. No. Um, I had a friend of mine's van got stolen. Like it's a van. Like it was a run of the mill, like caravan, whatever. Because they also steal these cars to use for other things too. Like every car is worth something to them. You know what I mean? Trucks, same thing, right? We, we saw a lot of truck thefts too. Whatever it is, just make sure that your goods are, are removed from it so you don't have to be, you know, at least your the stuff that means something to you is is not with them, you know? Yeah, I hear you. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, coming up at the end of this episode, we are going to have today's missed connections from the Scott and Cat radio show. Stick around for that. There's two things that I got requests to talk about in our first episode back on After 9. First one was a DM from a listener. I'll keep her anonymous. Scott, I'm panicking. I don't know what to do. My mortgage is up for renewal mm. in February. Mm. Ugh. I feel like this is the hardest time for someone to try to figure out. Now, when we talked to um, our buddy Tony Joe Hall, I believe it was, that told us that if it was him, and this was a couple months back, if it was him, he would still lock in. Still lock in. See, that came from a realtor uh, and a very good one. Mm -hmm. But you could ask, does everyone have a mortgage broker? I feel like everyone should. If you don't have a good mortgage broker, get one. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything. They make money off the banks. It's not like they don't take a commission from you. They don't take any money out of your pocket. When I getting a mortgage broker was the best thing I did. I love him. I recommend him to everybody. He's on it. He even sends me emails. We're not even up for renewal just yet. And he'll send me emails like, here's where I'm at right now. This is what I'm thinking. I'll send you another note in a month. In another month, I'll get a note. Start to think about this. Have you thought about that? Like he's gone over finance. He's done financial planning for me. He's above and beyond. He's incredible. But I always say, get a mortgage broker just because you're with a bank. Let's say you're with Scotiabank. I'm going to throw them under the bus, but any bank will do. Name any bank. You just automatically go with them and whatever rate it is. You can shop around. Mortgage brokers are excellent. What they do, in case maybe people don't know, they'll pitch you to everyone who does mortgages. Here's a client. They have $600,000 left on their mortgage. What can you do for them? And it's amazing how many rates you're going to get back. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be able to talk with you about what's best to do. Firm up and just be like, this is the amount fixed is where I would go, but that's your choice completely. You can go variable right now. It's a risk because we don't know when these rates are going to drop or if they will. Knowing the price might mean more to you than the unknown. And if that's the case, go fixed. That's what I would tell that person. If you want my opinion, I I would go fixed. If you look at that rate that you're going to get and you can manage it, just do it because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring or what crisis is going to come down the pipeline. That's my suggestion. I hear you. Uh, my take on this is if it were me, I would go variable all the way. The reason is that they've already told us rates will come down at some point in 2024. How quickly are they going to come down? We don't know. And by how much? We don't know. I have a, I, I am pretty confident we'll be down at least a full point, maybe a point and a half this time in 2025. I think it's going to go down at least one to one and a half points over the course of 2024. That being the case, we've probably peaked out as high as rates are going to go for now. Now, the X factor in this is what Kat said. We don't know what's around the corner. 
We don't know what they're going to pull out of the woodwork next and say, ah, shit, we got to raise interest rates again. I don't think they're going to do that because I think they know they've already pushed it too far. The, the data says we're not in a recession, but any regular person can just look around and tell you we're in a recession. You can talk mm-hmm. to a small business owner. Ask them, are we in a recession? They'll tell you we're in one. Ask a restaurant owner if we're in a recession. They'll tell you we are. I'm still waiting for those announcements, by the way. Well, and they're Side never going to do it. Oh, the, no, about the, the restaurants, restaurants closing? Yeah, I had a conversation with someone about that over the break, too. I, I just read yesterday about a, one that I go to fairly regularly that is closing down, too. It's they sad. said, we're done yeah. probably by next weekend. We'll be out of food. And as soon as we're out of food, we close the doors. Yikes. Yikes. So if it were me, I would go on a variable rate. But that's just me. You, you have to have a tolerance for risk. And I that's don't think... That's the thing, right? I don't think it's that much of a risk, but I, it is a risk. But yeah. I would go variable if it were up to me. To each me. their own. It, it depends on your personality. You like to know what you're spending. You like to... What's coming out. You like to then do that. But like I said, please go see a mortgage broker. Please go talk to someone and make sure that you get the best rate you can. Because they can, they can work well for you. Make sure you get a mortgage broker that someone else recommends that you trust, though. Yeah. That's it. The other question I got asked about was, will you talk about the Epstein list? Here's the problem with the Epstein list. I'm so glad this is coming out. And I'm so glad that people, regular people, are starting to pay attention to this sort of shit. Because for so many years, remember the the story that was circulating for a long time? They called it Pizzagate. That there was this, yeah. this pizza restaurant yeah. near the White House that didn't actually sell pizza at all. It was really just a a trafficking ring for underage girls to be served up, so to speak, for old politicians and celebrities and whomever. Mm -hmm. And and people said, if you believe that shit, you're crazy. Now more than ever, I think there's a lot of reason to believe, oh, no, that was totally legit. Uh, Who was president around? Oh, it was Bill Clinton, actually, when those started to come up. Sure enough, Bill Clinton appears to have visited Epstein Island many, many times. Mm Mm-hmm. What we didn't get, though, and this is what I was hoping for. I was hoping for a client list. I was hoping for, here's Bill Gates and Bill went to the island this many times, and this is what Bill likes. We got a little bit of that, but we didn't get a list. We got names that were mentioned in depositions for the Ghislaine Maxwell trial and for the Epstein trial as well. Which, and I mean, your name wouldn't be mentioned in there unless you were do you think attended the island at one point which doesn't mean anything it doesn't implicate you in anything not necessarily i mean just associates in one way or another everybody had to get dragged into this ring the first time not knowing what was going on right if you went to the president of the united states and said hey if you want to go and bang some underage girls yeah we've got an island for you they brought him there for some other reason and then hey just so you know you can do this if you want to If you didn't know what you were getting into the first time you went to the island and never went back, okay. All right, you made a mistake. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't trust whatever friend recommended you go there. Let's talk about the people that go there regularly, that went there regularly. Some of the names were out of left field. If you had Stephen Hawking on your bingo card, good on you. you. You should be a millionaire. Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest minds of all time, Went to Epstein Island several times. He liked, according to the the release here, he liked nude midgets doing math equations on a chalkboard that was set just a little too high. So they had to reach up to do their equations. Shut up. Who put that report out? Who put that report out? Uh, it's in the papers that were released. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so here's- Stephen Hawking, that one's legit. Look it up. Okay, fine, whatever. 
the list for me, what bugs me the most, I think, is as I look at these names, I wonder how many people, like like we said, some of these people are innocent of any crime, right? They All it takes is knowing a friend or having a friend who has a friend and saying, hey, you know, okay, say hey, Scott, you know, I, I, I've got this buddy. His name's Jeff. And, and let's say you're rich and he's rich, but he's like uber rich, obviously. And hey, he's got this island. Why don't you come check it out sometime? Your, your family can stay for free, out of the public eye, totally safe. You, there's a guest house waiting for you. I think a lot of rich people would take someone up on that, especially as you look at some of these names and you think they want privacy. Some of them. I, I'm not saying all of them, but some of them. You might be like, yeah, okay. And maybe it's possible that some of these people even went to the island, stayed, and didn't see anything. But what pisses me off, it's almost like the Weinstein thing where people know, but they didn't say shit. And that's what I want to know is how many people on this fucking list as I look at it. Did Leonardo DiCaprio get offered something, turn it down, but not say anything out loud to people? Like, oh, some shit's going on on that island. Just kept silent. Maybe. You know what I mean? Did, same thing with several people where you think, did Chris Tucker do anything or was he just offered something? But did he know and not say anything? That's what I'd like to know, too. Why did none of these people say anything? Yeah. Because this... At the heart of it, it, it's real easy to get caught up in the scandal of it all, the salaciousness of it all, the politics of it all. But either way, there were these underage female victims being trafficked to these wealthy elite and nobody said anything. What's even worse is these papers have been out for a while. This isn't testimony that just happened yesterday or depositions that happened yesterday. The FBI knows. Why has the FBI not charged any of these people? If the FBI knows that Bill Clinton frequented frequented that island, why haven't they arrested Bill Clinton? Why haven't they arrested uh, any of the other ones? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if they have the proof. But again, it just reminds me of Harvey Weinstein. You know, when that came forward and, and so many people in Hollywood were like, yeah, we already know. Like, did you did you come forward? What do you know? And what do you have? Maybe you do have enough to prove something. Maybe someone does have enough to prove about Bill Clinton, to prove something about, I don't know, any number of people that are on this list that are probably on the sketchier side. I don't tend to think that they're all sketchy. I don't tend to think that they're all in any type of trouble. It's possible Cameron Diaz was offered a, a, a was just in this deposition for total business related reasons. It could be. It could be that some of these are fine. But I would like to know more. Like, but did she see, did she notice something was up? And what did she see and what does she know? Right? Those are the things I'm interested to find out. Are these just sick people that like sex with children? Or is this ritualistic? In that I know that there's some, I don't want to call it a religion, but there's some cultures, some whatever, that that believe that there's some sort of uh, eternal freedom from engaging in acts like that with underage people. That's what I want to know is why was it just about the sex or was this all a giant sting operation? Did they get lured to this island, tempted into doing some shit that they shouldn't have done, and now we've got something over you? Right. In other words, you want yes. to maintain your career as Leonardo DiCaprio or Chris Tucker or Cameron Diaz or any of the other ones, Prince Andrew, you want to maintain that? Yeah. You do what we tell you to. And when we say you're going to go out and you're going to be a strong advocate for this issue or that issue, or we want you to host fundraisers, maybe some of them are being blackmailed. Maybe. But the only way they could be blackmailed is if they did something wrong. wrong yeah. The fact that nobody you has said anything or come something. forward, that's really bad. It's coming out in the open, too, and it's going to start to draw lines. I'll play you just one line from last night's Golden Globes. Uh, comedian Jim Gaffigan. 
The Golden Globes. I mean, I... I can't even believe I'm in the entertainment industry. I can't. I, you know, it's so unlikely. I'm from a small town in Indiana. I'm not a pedophile. You know? Some people laughed, but it was very I want, awkward I was, silence. I, I wish that we had cameras on a couple of those people specifically, like Leo. Going, oh, shit. Maybe Leo. <laughs> I would like to know his reaction because his name's on it. His name's on the damn list. It doesn't mean anything like we said. It doesn't. But, man, I would like to hear from them on it. I think some incredibly shady and highly illegal and immoral shit happened on that island. And I hope this is just the beginning. I I know that there's people asking, people like myself asking, well, why hasn't Prince Andrew been charged? Why hasn't Bill Clinton been charged? Why hasn't this or that person been charged? It could very well happen, and maybe it'll have to. I'm just wondering why it would take a public outcry for that to happen. The FBI knew this shit was going on, or the CIA, or both, and they didn't do anything about it. Oh, by the way, speaking of the Caribbean, I'm just going to mention this quickly because the first time it was like, oh, that sucks. Now I'm wondering, what the hell's going on with our prime minister's plane? It broke down again trying to get him back from Jamaica. They had to send another plane from Ottawa down to Jamaica to pick up the prime minister and his family (laughs) and fly them back because the fucking plane died again. Was this the ship plane that we just keep on using, but it's no good? I don't need to like drag an electrical cord from the front to try to get... Isn't that the same one? Oh, the, what, the, so the old plane, it was a Polaris plane. Okay, so no, it's not that one. Not that one, okay. no. They bought new planes, but was he using the big military plane or was he using the Challenger plane? And did he and Sophie go on the same plane or did they have separate flights down there? That's another one that I'm wondering. So I don't know what went on there, but whoever's in charge of maintenance at the Canadian Armed Forces, Air Force in particular, the fuck is going on here? Hmm. Wait, I don't like the guy. But I don't want to see him stranded in another country because it's an embarrassment if he has to hitch a ride from another country to get home to his because for a second time in a row, his plane doesn't work. Yeah. Not to mention, that's a lot of fuel to burn Ottawa to Jamaica and back with all those planes because one of them broke. If it broke, I don't even know what the whole story is there. But that was just that. Uh, As far as Epstein's concerned, we'll get to more of it. As time goes on. But right now, I really don't think we know enough to say much. We can tell real shitty stuff happened. We know that people who are, some of the people that are implicated are no redeeming them. They're total pieces of shit, like Prince Andrew. Yeah. How has Prince King Charles not already banned him from the royal kingdom? I know Prince Andrew's still denying it, but the evidence doesn't add up. You, You did it. Just fucking admit it. And if he does, or if we find some proof here, even if we don't find proof, Shouldn't King Charles tell Prince Andrew, you've lost all your titles, you're out of here? Of course. Of course they should. There's a lot of things, though, that the royal family has done that's questionable. Or (laughs) Or what hasn't done. Or what else is the royal family involved (laughs) in that they would want to protect Prince Andrew? Lots more to come there. Uh, Do we have time? time? Okay, I'm going to do two more things. Okay, and then we can do quick Golden Globes, quick, quick, quick. Oh, you know what? Let's do Golden Globes now. Because you mentioned Glo- you mentioned Gaffigan on the Globes. One of the funnier moments, by the way. It wasn't like a funny show necessarily. It was shit. I forgot it was on. Yeah, it was. Um, Joe Coy was the host. It, they, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's a comedian. He used to date uh, Chelsea Handler. Um, but he had only found out like two weeks ago that he was going to be host. Like, So they're a little bit all over the place. But Golden Globes is the one that had the big revitalization, if you will. They dumped everybody involved because it was very sexist and racist. Golden all Globe, the worst so white. Things. Yeah, Globe, so white, all that stuff that happened. So anyway, they rebuilt. They've they've built back better, <laughs> if you will. 
Um, but anyway, so the celebrities actually did show up. So that's the thing is like they haven't really showed up for a little while. But this is the first full year where we have a good team behind the Globes, apparently, that's not a bunch of bigots. So that's nice. Um, big winners for TV, Succession, uh, which I love that show. It was the last season. ton of winners there, including um, Kieran Culkin won. The guy that plays Tom, he's so funny. I'm glad he won, too. He And a couple others. The Bear. I haven't seen The Bear. It's on Disney+. Plus. Lots of... Um, Trophies there, including for Jeremy Allen White. He's the star. Now, I love Jeremy Allen White in Shameless. He's the one from Shameless, so I'm looking forward to seeing that one. I will eventually. Big movies, Oppenheimer, one of the bigger ones, obviously. I did watch it, by the way. Great. Over the break, three hours is too long for any movie. I heard it was shit. You know, I, I, I okay, I don't think it's shit, but it was long, and there were definitely parts in between they could have cut. But I'll say that, like I said, I'll say that about any three-hour movie, even Titanic, one of my favorite movies of all time. You can cut that down a little bit. It didn't need to be three hours. Uh, but Killian Murphy is such an incredible actor. Robert Downey Jr. as well. Both of them got awards uh, last night. Uh, Cinematic Achievement. That's a new award that they had this year. This is basically their way to make sure that people watch the award show. Who maybe didn't watch some of the smaller independent or the long far-fetched movies. So like Taylor Swift's Eras Tour was one of the nominations for that one. And then you did have like Oppenheimer and things like that. Barbie was the winner, understandably. Killed it. Uh, in 2023, Billie Eilish won um, a Golden Globe. Very, very good. That song, What I Was Made For, was for the Barbie soundtrack, in case you didn't know. Very good. And then there's lots of rumors and shit like that when it came to Selena Gomez and, and, and Taylor Swift, who were besties that were there together last night. They look so gossipy. I only saw a clip well, where you can, you're can you supposed to read the lips, yeah. and it just looks like such a so, teen drama I, from two adult women. Two 30-something women. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So... Here's, here's the thing, Selena. Here's what I'll say, because he, here's what happened. I'll backtrack. Scott's talking about a video where Selena Gomez approaches Taylor's table, gives her a little hug, but then starts to whisper in her ear. They're best friends, by the way. They're best friends. And then the girl beside Taylor Swift, whose name I don't know, but I don't know if she's an actress or I don't even know who she is. She leans over and she gets involved in this conversation. Like you said, it's very gossipy. There's no way around it not being a gossipy conversation. So what happened was people who are lip reading online or, or claim to know said that Selena said... Um, I asked to take a photo with Timothy and she said no. And then you can see her move away from Taylor's ear because the girl asked Timothy and she goes, yeah, she said no. So that's what people are saying, um, which would be kind of weird if that was the case. Like you can't take a picture with him. So they've all their jaws dropped. That's what the video is. So then CNN even posted this. Even CNN posted it and was like, is this what's happening? What's happening behind the scenes here? What, what did, did Timothy Chalamet refuse to take a photo because of Kylie Jenner? So Selena commented on that. You want to know what she said? Yeah. I did not say shit. I'm sick of y'all. Hop off my dick and stop overanalyzing every damn move of me without knowing. This is getting ridiculous and wrong. But here's the thing I'll say to you, Selena, is that if you know that shit like that happened and maybe you're being honest and that you didn't you talk shit about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet at the table. If you know people are watching you and people do tend to watch those cameras and those in-between moments at award shows, why wouldn't you just be like, hey, BFF? You know, you're at the show. I'm not going to talk to anybody, really, because fuck that. I'm out of the drama. I'll talk to you after the show. Why did you need to approach the table and whisper in her ear and go, yeah, and like do all of these things to make people think that? Even if you weren't talking about that, why wouldn't you just avoid it altogether if you're sick of that kind of thing? Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that I will say about it. She's uh, honestly, somebody's got to grab some of these people that are just desperately seeking validation on social media and or, or the ones that go out there and put shit out there on social media or find themselves in these circumstances that people discuss because people are people and, and then complain about it. Selena Gomez is one of the worst for it. Honestly, if you don't want to be a singer, 
then stop singing. If you don't want to be famous, then fuck off. I don't understand why she's constantly yeah. in this drama. Yeah, it, it's bizarre it. to me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I got three things, actually. Four things now, because I have some breaking news. Okay, bring it on. I don't know if you're going to like this. Oh, no. I mean, I think overall the result is good. William Nylander is staying in Toronto. Okay, yes. I had heard the rumors of this. Eight-year contract extension. Okay. $92 million. Yeah. yeah. $11.5 cap hit. Yeah. $11.5 million. Shit, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Oh, my God. It's a lot of money. There's a lot of comparable players on other teams that are making half that money. It's... I hope it's worth it. I hope the, the what the Leafs are doing right now, they're going all in on Matthews, Marner, Nylander. I wouldn't want to be John Tavares right now. John Tavares is the captain of a hockey team that only seems to care about Matthews, Marner, and Nylander. Why is that, by the way? Is, just, is he just seen more as a, a leader, and that's good. He is the captain after all, and not as much of a core player well, for them? I'm we, just curious. We didn't exactly get him in his prime. He's not exactly the captain that right. comes out there and leads by example and lights up the scoreboard. He's not even on the first line. And not that you have to be to be the captain. It, it's just you're really getting outshone as a star in the city, and this city cares so much about hockey that we tend to gravitate towards the ones who are producing. And frankly, mm-hmm. Tavares isn't really that guy right now. In fact, if they had to redo all the lines and they were asking, Tavares on the power play, yes or no? Yeah, I, I'd be kind of fine with, no, I don't really care. His, uh, his is up in um, July. He's July 1st. I don't think he's Along coming back. Along with Marner. Along with Marner's is July 1st, too. Yeah, and Marner's is going to cost a fortune, too. The problem with it is, <laughs> yeah. and I think any person who watches... But he's worth it. I think he is, too. I think so. But there's a lot of people that are fucking trade Marner, even though he was breaking records at the beginning of the season. These guys tend to get really hot when it's time to negotiate their contracts, and that pisses oh, a lot of I people off. Oh, I don't like off. that. It, I think it would... I, the, yeah, I don't like that. But it does piss people off. Yeah. So, anyway, Nylander is back. You can probably hear more uh, or read more online about that. I wanted to talk about the 407 because that was something that somebody asked us to talk about. I did want to tell you about how I made the switch. Oh, right. Yeah. So many. Shit. This was a popular topic it on our was. show today, and I didn't expect it. After 30 years, I've left Bell Mobility and I switched to Freedom Mobile. Okay. You know what I think we should do here is you should tell the story of why you did it, but we should save some of the texts we got today and some of the texts inevitably that we'll get and we'll ask you to text about this and then we can talk about it tomorrow. Tell you what. If that works for you. I I can't even do that because we're A, we're out of time and we haven't even talked about the aliens yet. Oh, fucking aliens too. So much shit happened, guys. Miami. I don't know what the fuck happened at that mall in Miami, but for them to say it was just kids fighting and lighting off fireworks and they sent 70 police cars for kids fighting, that's not right. Now, there's a lot of video out there. It's, it's a little blurry, which is hard it for is. me to believe. Miami should have a lot of cameras just about everywhere, especially around malls. But you see what appears to be large, giant, like 10-foot people walking through the area. Which was hard for me to know, like see, by the way. like I didn't necessarily see big 10-foot people, but I saw shadow. Like You see something happening, but you don't see the actual people or aliens, whatever. And Miami PD put out a video basically mocking anyone that questioned their original story, that it was kids fighting in fireworks. And it was like, no, there's no aliens in Miami. Well, wouldn't you know, just a day later, there are multiple videos, countless different angles of something entering the atmosphere over Miami. You can see light that appears as one separate into multiple different lights and move around in ways that no aircraft that we know of here on earth can move around. 
So something came over Miami. And if that was the end of it, kind of lines up with that story at the mall in Miami, if it was whatever that was, it's weird. It is weird. Now video's coming out of South Carolina. People have got video of a very similar event happening. Then, just last night, video out of San Diego. Another, what appears to be, collection of aliens entering our atmosphere. Here's the good news, if I may. If any of that was alien activity, from what we know, nobody got hurt and nothing really happened. No. You know what I mean? We don't like, know why they're exploded. here or what they want. Nobody got hurt. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't know. But so if they were alien, there was no harm done to humans. That's my only upside I've got. I don't know. So it doesn't seem like they're coming to attack us. Uh, yet? <laughs> But what's with these 10 feet people? I don't know. These 10 feet people, if they're not human, they, that's nothing like what know. we thought the aliens looked like. And we thought they were a little small, like Yoda, little baby Yoda shitties. But things. it's similar from the, what was it, the, t- the little shitty Yodas? It's similar to the, wasn't it Texas that something happened and the police officer was even like, yeah, my partner said that he saw that? Yes. And they were they not 10 feet, foot thingies too that they saw? They claimed to see like 10 to 12 foot things too. I thought they were trying to claim that that was the fucking Yeti or a Sasquatch or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're meant to confuse us. But something is going on, or or maybe now they've just decided there's too much heat with the Epstein shit going on, and people are fighting back against Release carbon the taxes. <laughs> it's like Thirteen Ghosts. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not. They release like something one at a time in part in this in this house. It almost feels like the government does that. Like, oh shit, this is happening. Release this ghost. And it, like, release the next ghost. Release this one that's going to kill everybody. Release the earthquake. Release the whatever. But it's one of the most common political strategies in history. When you want to get out of a situation, you create a distraction. People get all fixated on the aliens and then they forget, oh, Bill Clinton was banging 15-year-olds on an island in the middle of the Caribbean and nobody did anything about it. We won't forget, though. Social media won't let anybody forget any of that shit, I hope. Uh, Phones. My my thoughts on the increase to the... Toll rates on the 407. Cops delivering coffee to protesters that are blocking a bridge in Toronto. All things we do not have time for today, everybody. But thank you for downloading episode one of 2024. We'll have a we're back. We'll have a brand new episode tomorrow. And in the meantime, here's today's Missed Connections. Bye, friends. Missed Connections. Missed Connections on the Scott and Cat Show. All right, we're going to tell you the stories of people looking for other people. They can't find them, so they told the story online. This is the first missed... Does that sound... Yeah, it sounds okay. Really? It doesn't sound right to me. Really? Somebody might have moved it. In any case, this is the first missed connections of 2024. This is called I Am the Sexiest Man on the Planet. Mm Mm-hmm. It was New Year's Eve. It was you and me in the dance floor. You saw me cutting a rug with the sharpest of a thousand knives. You were a Greek princess, and I was the handsome lad with the body of a minotaur. You were digging me hard, and I get it. And damn, Shorty, you know what to do. I saw you move like Jane Fonda working that thigh master. What dance move is that? <laughs> Was she on her I, knees I, I lifting her leg? I think she might leg? have been hurt. You might have had to go help her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she fell. Oh. And by the way, Jane Fonda wasn't the one with the thigh master, wasn't it? Suzanne, what was it? Suzanne Summers? I, I believe it master? was. Well, this is Close. also the guy who described himself as a minotaur. So. <laughs> it's true. Why is our bar so high, right? Lower it a bit. If you read this, I promise to play all the cuts from my favorite genuine CD while we freak. I might even feed you shellfish, only if you're not vegan or something and won't get hives. 
So, date night here. Very specific. Why are we talking about food? She's not even, you haven't even connected with her yet. Why don't you just calm down? Weird to assume she wants sell, uh, shellfish. That's a strange thing. Why don't you come over and we'll have some shellfish. <laughs> uh, oddly specific. Why don't you just say we'll have food and then you can figure it out later. <laughs> it only if you're not vegan and won't get hives. <laughs> I'm going to feed you shellfish. Watch it blow up. <laughs> feed you. <laughs> Put some peanut butter on you and see if you're allergic. <laughs> what? I make you drink a lot of Benelin. This person. <laughs> funnel it to you. I feel like this person has really thought about what this date might be like, and he's further down the, the process Way than the down. other person is. Way further down. You haven't even found this person. Quite frankly, I think you're making it up. I'm going to shove some Claritin up your nose. <laughs> Feed you nuts all night. Oh, great. <laughs> um, oh, this next one's weird. What a weird thing. The whole thing is weird. Um, but welcome to Miss Connections, everybody. It's called The Harry Potter Fantasy. And this is a woman looking for a man. There's a Harry Potter fantasy? Oh, yeah. It was an odd, warm December day. And that's when I saw you. Looking like Hagrid from Harry Potter. In a long brown wool coat, long hair, and a beard. I kind of have a thing for Hagrid. Call it a weird childhood fantasy. I don't know. But this man I'm looking for seemed a gentle giant, sweet and kind. I watched him reach into his pocket and pull out a plant. With roots and everything. What? He was dripping soil everywhere, looked down and dug a hole into the ground with his hand. And buried it. Then he smiled and walked away. It happened in the Walmart parking lot. You planted something in the Walmart parking lot in December? Why would you do that? That's not going to live. I realize this is a long shot. He doesn't seem like the type to browse the web. But I'd like to know more about him. Who is this mysterious man that's we carrying know around? More about, yeah, we want to know more about him. Foliage in his pocket and then planting it at Walmart. With a root and everything and just... What part of the parking... Oh, I guess there is that little area. You know, they have those sad little trees just to make it seem like, oh, we love the environment. Here's a random tree in between a couple of parked cars. Like, one of those little areas. A sad little site. <laughs> the trees that have sucked in more carbon dioxide yeah, than any like, other you're trees. Not, what are you doing? Like, don't even bother. The poor tree. Help me! Help me! <laughs> <laughs> no, not there. Anywhere else but there. Don't, Don't plant me there. If you plant it there, it'll die. Someone was going to run a shopping cart over it in like the matter of minutes from when you planted that. Oh, those people that don't want to return their cart yes. and just throw them up there on the tree island? Yeah, those people are going to ruin that plant. The oh. tree island? <laughs> well, that's what it's like. <laughs> they just have to say they did it. Like, yeah, well, we tore down a million trees to build this Walmart, but we did plant two in the parking lot. <laughs> Go check them out. They're beautiful. So just back to the original point, there's someone who's actually turned on by people that kind of look like they're in Harry Potter. Thank you for bringing it back to the main thing here, because this one stuck out to me, too. Hagrid fantasy. That's a thing. I I mean, look, hey, we can't. There's people who are into all kind of weird things, Scott, and this just happens to be one for this particular woman. 
I had no idea that this was a thing. How do they meet each other? Is it like wizarding worlds of <laughs> where you, like dating sites where you can hook up? I guess you wear robes. Dude, there's of course there are. I, there's got to there. Of course there is. Mm. They're out there. All right. Well, hey, good luck to all of them. I hope that they find each other because it sounds like there's some real, real gems out they there. Dress like Hagrid and use a thigh master. <laughs> <laughs> So good. So hot.